How's it going, everybody? Jeff Slakey here, and I have got a great conversation. You are not going to want to miss a couple of shows that are on deck here coming up on the 12th and the 13th. Christian Bush from the hit country band Sugarland is going to be performing at the Spanish Ballroom at the Elks Temple in Tacoma on Wednesday the 12th, and then he'll be live in concert for the Peace, Love, and Union Songwriters Series. This is going to be a huge event at the Robin Hood Village. We have a write-up in it in our latest issue of Tracing the Fjord. And uh, this is very cool. Christian is online at christianbush.com, also sugarlandmusic.com. How are you doing? I am fantastic. How are you? I am great. It's nice to talk with you and a uh, fan of the music. So that's Thank great. You. And it's really <laughs> cool to talk with you. I told my wife that I was having this conversation here and she goes, oh, you lucky dog there. That's going to be very cool. So talk to me a little bit about what you have been working on these last, what, 52 weeks or something? You have put out a song and you have four albums out and it's a culmination. And this is kind of your kickoff for the tour. Yeah, so I, I had a crazy idea. I, 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 the birthday that I had going into COVID, literally the day of. Okay. Right? So like March the 14th, 2020, I was turning 50 years old, which is a weird thing because I asked myself, you know, who else in country music is 50? And then I, <laughs> could, I couldn't answer the question because people stopped talking about it, especially men. They just like ambiguously start flipping tires in the parking lot. And, you know, they, they keep working out and going uh -huh. up and singing more Kenny Chesney songs, whatever. And, um, <laughs> And so you just don't know how old somebody is. And I was like, wow. So I, I totally skipped like two birthdays because we were locked up. Sure. And um, so when we came back out of all of this, the music business was very, very different. Yeah. You know, it was a bunch of people had to pivot. There were a whole, a lots of different thoughts and, and things. And um, I, I suggested just being silly one day. It was like, man, you know what? You can put out so much music now. You don't have to manufacture it all why wouldn't somebody put a song out every week? And they were like, oh yeah, definitely don't do that. <laughs> and I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I was like, but that's what people consume. Like if my favorite band put out a new song every week, you'd be hard pressed to pry my headphones away from me as I listen to yet another U2 song or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and if I knew it was coming every week, I'd freak out. And uh, so the, the record company that, that holds the Sugarland contract, um, I just called them just to be nice, to say, hey, look, I know you don't have me as a solo artist, but I, I'm, I'm going to release 52 songs on my 52nd birthday. And I just wanted to let you know so you don't read it in the newspaper. Sure, you sure. Know? And, and uh, pretty quickly, the, the guy who runs that called me back and he was like, hey, you know, you shouldn't do, put them all out at one time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, okay. And, I, and you shouldn't put them out once a week. And I was like, okay. He goes, well, you, what you should do is put them into four albums and release them like every three months because you know the singles come out and then two weeks later another one and then another one and then your record comes out and so pretty much for the last 16 months i've been putting out music every three months like a teenager on a treadmill <laughs> with like nothing but cheeseburgers in front of you that you keep walking toward but you can never get there and uh so what it has done is, first of all, it has freaked out all of my friends and, sure. and neighbors. 
because I put out as much music in a year as Sugarland did in an entire career. You got to get your head around that. Like, uh, yeah, that's an odd thing, right? Bands usually stay together about eight years. Most artists have between six and eight albums, and then they flutter away. Like even Fleetwood Mac can't get another album out of themselves. You know, sure. like they just keep going back to the old one. And um, this all happened very quickly. So the the music that's coming out literally right now is the first um, release since this collection of four albums so i've just kept the pace up if you go to christianbush.com you click on music you can see this so they're kind of spread out like you said 52 this year 52 new blue in the key of summer and then a really cool uh collaboration with some horns down in atlanta with the atl and the bna album there so when you have to did these albums come together like so the 10 songs that are in atl time bna did that come together you go these are the 10 great songs here or was it hard to connect these into four separate albums it was pure panic (laughs) (laughs) it was uh that particular one i knew i had to start there because i had um weirdly been thrust into having a, a a solo career my singing partner in Sugarland, Jennifer, had decided she wanted to have a baby and didn't want to be in Sugarland anymore. She just wanted to like do it herself. And I was like, well, go for it. You know, I have two kids, I get it. And, and I knew her before she joined the band. So she was my old opening act. Uh-huh. So, so I, I, I knew she had this great voice and wanted to use it, but her, her, her records didn't do so well. And um, my solo record that I put out literally just to make money so I could keep paying for my life, um, it blew up. And it had like a top 15 hit in country. Like it was like a giant, like people were like, oh man, if you heard this song, I'm like, yeah, it's me. They're like, no. <laughs> no, no, you're in a band. <laughs> this is a solo yeah, guy. They hadn't really heard me sing in Sugarland. They just, we just hear Jennifer, right? So um, that happened, and then right as I was going to follow that up, I had put together this ATL XBNA record, and right then I got a phone call from Jennifer saying, "Hey, let's put the band back together. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to do this again." And I was like, "Oh, okay, perfect." So I knew when I got the opportunity that was going to be the first set of songs, and they were already done, and it would buy me a little time uh-huh. to start the rest of the process. You so mentioned- those weren't hard. Okay, They're, you know they are. If you are, if you like. A lot of people, uh, Sugarland is like a, a gateway drug for country music. Like, I don't like country music, but I love what you do. Right. You know, there's a lot. I get that a lot. And um, this, the, the Atlanta, uh, Nashville, ATL, XBNA record is a, an experiment of squishing together these incredibly well-crafted songs that I wrote with songwriters in Nashville with these incredible, like, Atlanta players like there's like aretha franklin's horns are on there like jill scott's people are on there i mean it's insane the people that are i can't even play that music it's Mm -hmm. so strange tell me a little bit about when you have the album here with your influences from the 90s and how that has led into some of the songwriting and then too still how what you do through today sure uh the third incarnation of of the 52 like the sequential albums Um, It fell into the sort of the fall is where it was going to get released. It was going to be October, November, something where it was cold. And as I was putting them together, I thought they were going to be a bunch of love songs. 
And literally about two weeks before it was due, I, I realized that when I rearranged them with the, the songs that I thought were going in the album after it, I, I found that the through line is that they all sounded like my old, my previous band's life. So I had a record deal in the 90s <laughs> on Atlantic Records. So um, if you imagine for a second, just erase, erase all of the country music in your brain. Okay. It's associated with me. Okay. I, I signed my record deal in 1992. So our first record came out in 94. And so my peers are Matchbox 20. Yep. They got signed the same month. Jewel. Hootie and the Blowfish got signed the month after us. Stone Temple Pilots were the guys that were making all the money on the record label. I was on Atlantic Records out of New York, which was like Led Zeppelin's label. Yeah, like yeah it was huge. It was, it was completely not connected to anything in the world. And there was this resurgence of songwriters being able to make rock bands suddenly. And they were somewhat folk rock or or um, they were acoustic based, you know, it was the rise of Cheryl Crow. She had just yeah. been signed to a record deal. Um, those are actually my peers. That's why I am that age. And my band was, uh, <laughs> at the time, I, I was really happy because we were selling much more than I'd ever sold out of my car. But um, compared to say Hootie, like they, <laughs> we sold a couple hundred thousand records, which was huge for a little band from Atlanta. But compared to like 16 or 18 million records they sold in a year yeah. on the same label, we were like a complete failure, except we weren't, right? So we went around the world. You might have seen us opening for Melissa Etheridge or um, uh, we, uh, we played with Beck and Bob Dylan and all that. Like Beck was starting out. Like, so that's actually where my musical history is. Okay. So the third installation of 52, the album, is called New Blue. And it is essentially, if you just listen to it and you think about me as being a guy from the 90s, all those songs you are like, oh my gosh, you've been repurposing yourself over and over. Yes, I have. That's yes, amazing. Sugarland is like 30 to 40% Billy Pilgrim. Right? <laughs> <Tell> so, <me. laughs> so you'll recognize some voices like um, uh, the the singer for Spin Doctors is singing with me on one of the songs. Uh-huh. And because we were all coming up together. Man, that's awesome. I was just listening to the Spin Doctors yesterday. Uh yeah. tell me tell me about the uh EP Drink Happy Thoughts is out on July 14th. There's a little bit of a single here. I can I'll add that to the interview. But uh tell me about this and then let's talk about Union. Talk about Tacoma and then Union. Sure. Uh, somewhere in the middle of COVID, I'll try to make this super fast. Uh, I got asked to fill in on a concert date on the way to somewhere else. And I, I told my agent, sure, but you know, like, you know, keep it, keep me safe. And they're like, okay, uh, bring a band, but listen, Christian, uh, just play your, your, your summertime beach songs. And I was like, what? Uh -huh. He's like, yeah, don't ask me, just do that. <laughs> and so I rolled into the gig and it was like a Saturday night in Key West at a, at a, a resort, like a private resort. And I was like, oh, this, you know, uh, they're paying me enough. There, there's, this has got to be a real show. I showed up and it, I was filling in for uh, Jimmy Buffett's band. <laughs> the Coral Reefer band had canceled. What? I guess J Jimmy didn't want them out in the, in the COVID space. And so I rolled in and started playing my 
sort of beachy, fun, happy country songs. Uh-huh. And it was for the International Parrot Head uh, gathering, which is this um, international fan club gathering of Jimmy Buffett fans. And suddenly they all looked at me like I was right. their perfect cousin. Right. That had just had not shown up to the party till now. And I, my brother even like was playing with me. He's like, man, if you, if you get too close to the edge of that stage, they're going to take you home with them. Like it was wow. that good. So um, I went home and, and I kind of wrote myself a note, like next time I write from scratch, I should really take a minute and write songs from this moment. Right. To, to, because these people need new music and I, I, I can write that. Yeah. And um, so I did about six weeks ago, I sat down, I was, I'm, I'm also a music producer. So I, I have a, an artist named Megan Maroney. I just, produced. yeah. And she just had the number one song in America two weeks ago. And uh, gratefully I, I produced it. So in a couple of months, I'll tell you how much that pays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh what the, the, the right as I finished her session, I asked the players to stay an extra day and we recorded all these songs that are coming out in two weeks. That's amazing. So, yeah. Megan Maroney, uh, Tennessee orange is the name of that song, uh, that he, uh, he, Christian was just talking about there. So we'll play some of that when you're in Tacoma yeah. and this is this music and your style, your, uh, feel that I can get over this zoom conversation is going to be perfect for union you may not leave <laughs> union after you play there you may stick around for hoodstock uh i don't know about that so anyways it's at the robin hood village and talk to me a little bit about the solo tours and you know difference yeah, between yeah. that and the big tour uh, uh when sugarland is out and about and it's at seven o'clock thursday the 13th at the robin hood in union the day before in tacoma at the elks yeah I, you know it's a they're, they're two different kinds of shows. Um, but what's, what's fun is I've started to learn um, through the years how to write a song so that it works both places, right? Um, what's, I'm bringing my brother with me. So he is the younger, taller, better tattoos, <laughs> more talented, more interesting, more handsome version, right? Uh, he was in uh, the band Train for a long time. Okay, he was yeah. Pian piano player for them. So uh, Brandon's coming with me and the two of us you, uh, typically will roll in. And because we're brothers, um, something happens when we're on stage where I'm able to start playing songs that he doesn't know yet. And then we kind of innovate while we're playing. So okay. you're not quite sure what might happen. But um, the, the fun part about it is in these kinds of shows, you get to hear things in the songs and about the songs you might not have thought. You know, you, 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 um, these days, uh, we have access to so much, you know, like I, I, I can't believe that I'm watching six, you know, seasons of something on Netflix. And then I find myself on my phone, like digging into IMDB or Wikipedia about what I'm watching. And I'm like, huh, that's what these solo shows feel like. So it's like, I'm going to give you a bunch of information that you never thought of with songs you hear on the radio all the time. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's super fun. And then, and then of course I'm always making things, right? So um, uh, I, I reluctantly write musicals. I'm on my fourth one, I, I can't stand them, but 
they it has taught me how to uh, allow this kind of music to just sort of creep out at any moment. Um, I have a feeling your town sounds like the kind of town which I would just call ahead and say I'm staying. Yeah. Well, there's plenty uh, of great accommodations, and I am sure <laughs> by the end of the night there will be someone there. That, oh, you know, man. there's and a my lot brother of, too. Like, I, well, so I saw him on your webs on the songsofthearchitect.com website. You oh, guys yeah. just did something for Turner Classic Movies, and yes. I can see that in there too. You, this, we're, <laughs> we're um, we're the rabbit hole you always uh, worried you might step into and then like get lost in. I totally got lost getting prepped for this, and it's amazing. So, did you, you find gonna... the video game stuff yet? No, where's that? <laughs> that's okay. Never. Mind. Okay, all right. I'll, we got to get back focused. Okay, on I'll that. tell you the name of it, and then that's all you'll get. Okay, it's called it's called My Singing Monsters. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna check it out. Okay, my and then, Singing and Monsters, then, and then let it go. Okay. <laughs> All right, Christian, we can get tickets on your website, christianbush.com. Right there on the uh, front page of the website, you scroll down a little, you see shows, and this is going to be a great one. You'll also be at the uh, Bertelsen Winery in Mount Vernon and then heading down to California for a while, so a very fun tour for you. And then uh, what about Sugarland? Anything going on there with those guys, with you and the band? Yeah, well, next year is our 20th anniversary of being a band. That's awesome. Congratulations. So I, if I were you, I would definitely get onto the new thread. I'm sure that's where we all are now, right? Is that what that's called? The new app that is just that, came is, out? Is it, yeah, we're jumping over into thread. I, I got the, hey, you're important. The day before we launched this, you should launch yours. I was like, oh, whatever. Wow. I, I woke up late have... today and hit the button. But uh, follow Sugarland everywhere, including thread. Okay. And um, uh, oh, uh, you can actually, if you'll go to my website, there's yeah. a text number you can text in to this number. Yep. Um, it literally goes to an app on my phone, and it's where I send all tickets ahead of time, all music ahead of time. Um, it's what used to be called a fan club. Okay, yeah. I would just say text me, uh, and you will find out where Sugarland's going to be before everyone else because uh, that's the cool part about loving your favorite band. 404-449-8054. I'll put the links to that. Also, all the social media is available there as well. What a great conversation. It was really nice talking with you. Thank you, Jeff. I can't wait to uh, hang out in the same space. It would be very nice. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go to the show. I have to, I'm running this Ragnar relay race and we're leaving. You're on. running the Ragnar or a Ragnar? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you want to trade? Is, is there a fire or something that you need to run from? No, I don't know what it was. My wife says, you want to do Ragnar? I said, ah, why not? Let's try it. So. Oh, she did it. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we're, okay. we're, well, we're going to do it together. We'll do it together. And, and unfortunately it's, it's that day, but we may have to figure out something else. Christian. That's, that's all right. What a nice talk conversation and uh, you be well, have a great night. It was nice talking to your dog as well before the interview started. What do you think, Lily? Huh? Do I pass muster? What a good dog. <laughs> All right, sir. I'll let you to it. You have a good one and uh, have a great tour and congratulations on all your success and continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jeff. That's awesome. All right. Christian Bush, again, he is going to be in uh, Tacoma, in Union, in Mount Vernon and find out more about him and all that he has to offer at christianbush.com.